Blog Talk Radio. Y'all, it's yours truly, the Gap to Guru of Gumbo. Back at it once again. It is 8 o'clock Central Standard Time on another Thursday night. And, of course, you're tuned in to the Gumbo Talk Show. You know, it's been now five and a half years. Well, almost a half. Five and a half years we've been in this lab, in the kitchen, cooking it up for you. Um, for those of you who may have never heard of the Gumbo Talk Show, although I love food, the show is named the Gumbo Talk because when you have a real good pot of gumbo, it is all about each ingredient, which means each one of you bringing your own point of view, no judgment, right, into the pot. And then me, I'm the root. I try to make everything kind of merry together so that when we serve this up to folks who are listening now, folks that are going to be listening later, um, you get a real good plethora of topics and points of view when it comes to understanding the topics that we discuss on this here show. Now, tonight we got a special one because uh, it, was, it was either yesterday or the day before yesterday I was with some friends and uh, I always ask people that I'm around for topics, and uh, the, the guests that we have tonight, these two ladies, they came up with this topic, and I said, you know, that is a good one. I've never been that, but it's, it's a good one because, I mean, you're kind of hard-pressed to be in a situation nowadays and not know at least one single parent. So tonight's topic is single parent situations. I also want to mention to y'all before we go into this show, early voting has started here in Texas and in many other places across the country. Early voting maybe either started last week or it's going to start next week. I encourage everybody, I mean everybody, to get out and vote. It's real important for everyone to express themselves. There have already been tons of people. I think they said 450% more people are voting in Texas already than have ever before in the history of voting in the state. So that means people want to have their voice heard. So I encourage you to go do it the same. Now, for those of y'all that are listening on Instagram, those of y'all who are listening on the Internet, and those of y'all who are listening on Facebook, if you want to participate in the conversation, the number to dial is 515-605-9375. Now, I know y'all are too scared to call in. You know, we used to have people call in all the time, right? But I, I know y'all are fearful. Listen, you don't have to say your real name. Most of y'all, I know your voice anyway. So if you want to be a Bertha or a Cheyenne or Tawanya, 
whatever your you know pseudo name is, you can be that. I know who you are, so it's all good. What's up, kinfolk? I see you. What's going on in the Quad City, cuz? And hey, Sunshine, I'm glad you could join us. Early voting is October 13th through October 30th. Yes, and election day is November 3rd. Thank you, Sunshine. Now, let's get to this thing. Let me just tell you all about the topic, okay? Tonight we're going to discuss single-parent situations, things that, you know, give credence to the ins and outs, ups and downs of being a single parent. we got a couple guests on. It's time to introduce them. Um, what's going on, T? Say hello. Hey. And Carnesia, say hello. Hello. Oh, y'all so y'all going to have to have more energy than that, man. Y'all sound like y'all just down low. We gonna, I'm going to bring it out of you. So here we go. Now, both of you two are single parents, right? Tell us what, um, in your own way, I don't care if it's fun or not so fun, give me your point of view. I don't care either one of y'all can go first of what you think it's like for you to be a single parent. What, what what do you want people to know about being a single parent? It's bittersweet. What do you mean? It's hard. But I guess okay. it's fair. It's hard, but it's fair. All right. So if you were to say, okay, I'd rather be a single parent versus uh, uh, having two parents, both parents, mom and dad, in the household raising children, which would you prefer? The mom and dad in the household raising the two children. Okay. Why do you prefer that above the single parent? What, what, what makes that better? Because it's more easier. Much easier. And a woman really can't raise a man just like a man really can't raise a woman. Hmm. So I feel like a child needs both parents. Mm -hmm. Carnesha, what about you? She had to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. So, okay, T, if if having uh, two parents is better than one, um, I guess because you have somebody else to help when you're tired or worn down, um, just, you know, sometimes drug through the mud, you have at least another person that can take over and you can get a break and or it's already a shared responsibility, so it's not like, get too worn down because 50% of the time he has a child or children and then 50% you do. Now, um, a lot of people, a lot of people are raising their children by themselves nowadays. I don't know what the facts and figures are as far as statistics of who who's a single parent and who's, how many households have at least two parents in them. But um, what do you think the biggest struggle is for you as a single parent with your child? 
Me um, trying to raise a boy. Okay, tell us more. Do what? Tell us more about that. What do you mean by trying to raise a boy? For is trying to raise a man, I had to teach him how to use the restroom. I mean, that's not for a woman. I feel like that's not for a woman to have to teach a boy. Um, it's just a lot of certain things, like sports-wise. It's just different things. Well, I um, I think that for me, I had both parents until I was, what, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And then even when the parents weren't together and they were divorced, I still had the support of my mom and dad. So does your, does your son have the support of his dad? Do what? Do my son what? I said, does your, does your son have the support of his dad? No. Yeah. So that means that other male figures that are um, solid in your life have to kind of step up then because you're going to require, what I heard somebody say recently, a village to raise a child. And definitely if there's not a man in the house, an uncle, a grandpa, close friends, cousins, uh, certain people. Of course, nowadays, not everybody, because um, that's a struggle, too, with all what's going on, especially at these schools with these kids and these folks. But um, um, Cornisha, yeah, got back on. Oh, okay. Cornisha, I had a question for you. The question was, what do you think is uh, better, uh, being a single-parent mom or uh, you and the father in the house raising the kids? Um, okay, so which one? I don't. I don't really necessarily think either. Either situation is going to be better, just based on you know I've saw children that had both parents in the household, and you know they was real reckless later on in life. You know doing things that you wouldn't think they would do just because they had that. Um, mom and father figure in the household, but it still didn't um, change the outcome of the child. And I done, you know, I've seen where, uh, you know, a parent raise a child on their own and that child grow up to be very successful, independent. You would, you would think it would be opposite, right? But right. it's just, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. You just never know how the situation is going to go. So, you know, I wouldn't want anyone to get caught up thinking that their situation is going to be better just because they may have someone in the household helping with the child, raising with the child, versus a single parent that's doing it alone. So for you, um, how many children do you have? I have three. Okay. So you have three children, and you're raising those three children. Now, are all three of your children boys or girls or mixed? I I have two boys and one girl. Okay. So we'll mention that it was tough on her raising a boy because as a woman, she had to teach him, you know, 
how to use the bathroom, for instance. There's some boy man mm-hmm. things that, you know, maybe the guy needed to teach the son. What about you? Do you think there's any struggles with one parent, like maybe even a, a father raising a daughter or like you as a mom raising sons? Is there any challenges you see there too? Oh, yeah, most definitely, um, especially with a, a mother raising or uh, trying to raise a young boy. Um, it's, you have to teach him, you know, how to be a man, and it's kind of hard because you're not a man yourself. So what you, you know, the only thing you can do is teach him what you think a man should act like or how you feel like a man should act. So it's most definitely, it's, it's definitely struggles there. Um, it struggles if they have older siblings. That's the opposite. Said I know my my middle son. He um, he was second behind my daughter, so he copycats a lot of things that she does. So I have to mm-hmm. you know constantly um, make him understand his role and her role. You know I don't want right. him you know doing things that I feel like a boy his age shouldn't do. So it is a struggle. Right. And then I have to, and especially when you have to explain that to them, with them being so young, they don't they don't really understand. So, yeah, it is. I agree with that. Yeah. So um, I was, uh, we were talking a minute ago, and I was wondering, you know, you two, okay, women raising children by yourself, and I, I mentioned the thing that uh, I think I heard you say the other day was, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. How important do you think it is as a single parent to have friends and family that are willing and able to, you know, look after the kids while you get some mommy time? Okay, so I feel like, oh, yes, it definitely takes a village to raise a child. I feel like support in any kind of way is going to be helpful for a single parent because we have to look at our society. We actually have, you know, um, people that's on another level where they can actually pay for um, different support. They can pay for nannies and or they um, have a – or they have a husband in the house or someone in the house to help with the kids. And those uh, type of people, they still come up with challenges with their children. They still complain a lot how they don't, you know, how it's such a struggle raising them, and they actually have support, like, you know. So for the parents that don't have any support and it's, they're a single parent, oh, yes, it's definitely a struggle. I feel like it's something that goes unrecognized a lot because they have a lot on their plate. They have to do every little thing. And, I'm, I mean, no child support payments or anything. Right. So you can just right. imagine how, you know, if a two-person household can struggle with children, if the rich and famous can struggle with children, with their nannies, with their personal assistants, with all the support of people helping them, imagine what a single parent is going through that don't have the support of the family, don't have the support of the other, from the father or financial support from the father or their family. So, yeah. yeah. So we're 16 minutes into the Gumbo Talk Show, in case you're just tuning in, those of you on social media and on the Internet. 
We have Kanisha and Taniqua on the line, single-parent mothers raising their children, doing a good job at it, and evidently there are some struggles with it, but, you know, they've taken the blows that they've been given and they run with it and, and are still rolling. Now, you you all have, you both have friends and family, right, in your life. What do you think um, people what do you think, either one of y'all, I want to hear from both of y'all, what do you think is something about being a single-parent mother that most people don't understand? And if, if people would only understand this or a few things, what would, those, what would that be or what would those things be for people to know and recognize for, for y'all as, as single-parent moms? Um, I think, um, well, I think it definitely needs to be recognized that um, that single parent is going through a lot. Uh, It's not easy. It's very hard. Um, Some of us make it, you know, we make it look easy, but it's a struggle. And I don't think it, you know, like I said earlier, I really just don't think in our society is recognized um, a lot of mothers they go through postpartum, they go through depression, and they, um, and in our society, um, our culture, the African American culture, that's something that's overlooked as well because they label us as you know angry or having bad attitudes, not recognizing that it's a story behind it. So that's the first thing. I think we need to just, you know, if you do have support with your children, um, you know, your father, the father may not, he may be paying child support. Um, It may not be enough that you feel like it is to do for a child. I just feel like just know that it's hard and it could be worse. So it's like, you know, you know, they need to count, you know, count your blessings because you just don't know how hard it can be. Right, right. And see, what do you think? I feel the same way, Cornisha feel. Okay. So there are there are um there are a lot of people that say that finances are a big deal in relationships and how you know, typically relationships end. Um, then number two behind finances is the way children are raised. So is it a good thing or bad thing that a single parent mother and or father, they don't have another viewpoint in the household on or different viewpoint in the household on how to raise your children. What do you think about that? I mean, you're as a single parent, you two are the only ones, you know, really that are the head of household that is laying down the law in your house. Do you think that's easier on you or would you welcome another person that maybe was raised different than you to come into the picture to, um, you know, offer their two cents on raising a child, and I, and I mean that even if it's um, even if it's the boy or the girl's father. 
Not everybody at once. Okay, what you say? What was the ending of this that you said? Okay, I said that. Um, okay, let me see how I can word that again. A lot of people say that relationships go awry because of finances and then people taking care of how to raise the kids, right? So is it easier or harder on a single parent to raise kids with only your viewpoint in the house, or would you welcome uh, or would you be willing to have another viewpoint on how to raise kids in your house? It's always good for two opinions. It's always good for what now? Mm -hmm. I said it's always good to have two different outlooks on things, and then you can come together as one. But some people don't come together. Some people, you know, it's like my way or the highway, and then that kind of is what ends a relationship. So as a single parent, you speaking from your viewpoint, you say you would welcome that because maybe there is another way of raising your child up to make him a good man it, it, with your way and whoever else's way, maybe the boy's father or some other significant figure in your life. Correct. So you'd welcome that. Okay. All right. So if everybody out there, Gumbo listeners, um, I think, well, Sunshine, you, you're a single parent mom too. Um, my mom, she's listening. She is a single parent, but, like I said, I had both parents. You know, I think they both they did what they call now. They call it now. They call it co-parents raising a child, so the child has access at all times to both parents. They're just not in the same household. Um, I'd like to hear from y'all if y'all have any questions out there on social media. I see y'all um, up at East Moline and Moline and Rock Island, and of course here in in Texas and folks in Louisiana. If you have a question or you have a comment, go ahead and put it in the comment sections. I'd like to hear that. So y'all just know that. And we got uh, we're at 8:22. We got about another 22 minutes of the show tonight. I was uh, talking the other day to some people about parenting and how you know being in situations sometimes where the parents, you know, they, you know, you can't get along mainly because of your difference of opinion on what it is or what it means to raise children, right? And looking at the divorce rates of people in America, it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know, marriage may still be something big, but it really seems like if two people could just learn to communicate with one another and be in a relationship built on communication and understanding each other's differences, um, you, you would think that that would be the thing that folks strive for. But just as we see with our current situation with the president and other countries, it's like my way or the highway. 
I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I used to think like, okay, when I learn something, now I know this. Now I'm, I'm all knowing in this subject. I mean, I really used to think like that. I'm like, if I just learn everything I can learn about this, and then I got it. Everything else will come to me. But now I, I've learned that in reading, that I don't. The more I read, the less I know, because it's like always running down a rabbit hole of trying to learn more. And now they got books and YouTube clips of how to do this, that, and the third with your children. Um, either one of y'all that are uh, that are guests tonight, who do you think has been the most influential person? in your life as far as giving you tips and pointers and showing you examples on how to raise your children now as a single parent? Who do you think has been the person that helped you out the most to understand what it means to be a parent? Nobody. I, um, I'm really wondering if, we as a a world have kind of gotten away from supporting teaching and doing whatever you call what I'm doing at a school one of the one of the things that we're missing is the parents. I wonder what the system is missing to try to get parents more involved with making the decisions about the education of their children. I wonder what, uh, what could be the missing link to convince people that their involvement in their own child's life at the school or if, you know, some parents send their kids off to church or a church. How involved are parents nowadays in that? But is it, again, is it the parents or is it that the system hasn't really been supportive of parents? It targets the students and the parents really you know, things are put on at times where parents can't participate. I don't, I don't know which one it is. I do know that parents show up to those sports events, but I sat on a, I sat on for the last three weeks, the last three Tuesdays, just two days, two days ago was the last one I had, and literally out of the three nights of academic talk, and I was on the call, I had to talk from. My viewpoint, because I am part of the curriculum and the teaching of students in the vocational center on the campus that I work at, um, I, I bet you there weren't more than 25 total over three weeks. That means the average is seven a night, or, yeah, seven or eight a night for three weeks on one night, Tuesday night, for one hour actually called in or listened to the academic talk. But I'd be willing to bet if you put up 
a sports event about football, basketball, track, cheerleading. The parents would be out there in droves to support. So I don't know. Ladies, are you back? I think we might have lost them. Might have lost our guest. I think that line is still lit, though. It's still lit. But the the thing about it is, is I think that there is a missing link. Even though a lot of people that work in education, a lot of people that work in law enforcement or whatever, they are they, they have kids. They know what it is to raise kids. But do you think that they really care about other people's kids enough to say, hey, look, I'm willing to be like a parent and uh, in a two-parent household and reach out to them or the other parents to have them help us? Because I really believe that there is a situation that we have in, in this world where systems think that households where these kids are being raised are solid and they should at least get their child to school on time, to doctor's appointments on time, but they don't really put into account all the other things that a person has to do, especially a single parent with multiple children. It's a little bit different than a parent with um, with one child maybe because you have to take care of the others, either one or many, um, at the same time, you got to look out for for the one that you're you're really contending with. That must be tough. When you got two parents, if I got one child that's got to go to an appointment and the other two need to stay, you know, one of the two of us as a parent can be there for the other one. It's a no-brainer. If the communication is there that they know that one of us knows that something's going down and we need to be there. Otherwise, you know, work and other duties and planned events come up for parents too. I I don't know I don't know what the um what the deal is, what the what the answer is, but just us having this talk about single parents and the situations that single parents have to deal with is it, worth uh, maybe the primer of the pump in the conversation. Hopefully we will have a, a more of a discussion on where fathers and mothers, I don't know which one has it more tough, single-parent fathers or single-parent mothers. Some people say single-parent mothers have more tough time than single-parent fathers. I don't know how. I don't know how because, you know, men, we, we get focused on some things and, you know, we get frustrated too. We just be like, you know what? We're gonna send this daughter to school with this hair looking just like this. And and moms wouldn't dare do it. We'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna let you wear those cowboy boots with those shorts to school. That's what you picked out. Go have at it, brother. Do your do your thing. Um I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's part of life that we have to figure out these things when it comes to um, how we understand. And, and and even in that, I don't mean to make it like it's a versus battle of moms 
tougher than dads or dads is tougher than moms. That's not what I'm, I'm trying to say here. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is both of them have to be equally challenging. So I don't know. Ladies, are you back? I think I hear you. Okay. My, I, I asked you a question. I said, which one do you think is tougher? You think it's tougher on a single-parent mother or a single-parent father? Mm. I think it goes both ways. I think it would be hard for a single father with a daughter. Just like it would be hard for a single mother with a son. But in the end, it all work out, though. I am, I'm, I'm often trying to figure out what, uh, what makes people tick. Another question I brought up, I don't know what happened to our signal, but um, I was talking about school, you know, of how tough it is for um, parents to participate in things that the school offers. Do you do you find that that is difficult to find out what's going on with school with your with your child? Saying like things that's going on inside the school. Yeah, yeah, inside the school. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, give me an example. You have any examples of something with with your son that you know you like? I wish they would communicate this more to us as a parent for my child and. Uh, Anything? Mine is still young, so I mean, I only done had a couple of That's incidents right. at the school to where I feel like you know they should have called me and they didn't, so I had to go up. But the main thing, no, not yet. What about you, Cornisha? She said not her neither. Okay. The yeah, I I, I I forget y'all have, have younger you? children. I mean, your boy is a kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because I got kids at all three levels, high school, middle school, and elementary. And I, I, I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you, you get stuff, but then if they send it home with the kids, it's like the very next day is due. It's like, what are you – are you serious? You're going to send this thing home on a Thursday – in a child's backpack, and then the, the the stuff is due, or you've got to have an answer to them by Friday. That don't make any sense. I mean, they got these systems. Y'all know um, the way they call you about everything under the moon. We got a call today. I don't know if you got a call about the COVID. You might not have got it because it was high school, but about the COVID testing for staff at the district. I got that call today. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm not really all that interested in the school getting involved with testing for coronavirus, but then you got the other flip side of um, they want to start testing the kids, too, if the parents allow. Um, I'm, I'm all good, but why don't you send this much information out about the doggone, um, what do you call it, the um, academic stuff? Why don't you send that stuff out about how my child is learning and is there some help for, 
for my children with their reading, with their writing, with their math, with their science? Is there any kind of doggone um, tutors that the district has as far as teachers that's willing to stay after school and your child can catch a bus over to catch a tutor to help them in an area or her in an area where they need it? I don't hear any of that. Now, maybe they do it in Pine Tree. Maybe they do it in Spring Hill. I don't know. But at Longview, I don't, I don't ever hear the, the academic stuff go out. Um, it's like, I don't know. It, it, to me, I know how good an early childhood education is for a kindergartner through sixth grade um, so that they are able to be ready as an adult. But I just don't think the focus is there. But that's a big thing, though. For parents, school is a big deal. You know why? If, if school is going on, um, you got your children in school. Now, nowadays, they had this coronavirus stuff with kids at home, but I think parents are starting to understand what teachers have to deal with. Them kids being gone that little bit of time during the day is loving the bonus. It's like, hey, thank God they can go play and learn something at the same time and be out of my hair for eight hours <laughs> or more sometimes. But eight hours, they gone. Thank God, Monday through Friday. And the school feeds them, sometimes breakfast and lunch. You know, they do breakfast and lunch. Trying to feed the child over the summertime is like a whole new bill in the house. I don't care if you get food stamps or not. They're going to eat up your money. Quick, fast, and a hurry. And that's for single parents and two-parent households. If we can cut that food budget down, we all might be doing better. Just saying. The other thing was I wanted to know what the, what, what's the downside. Ladies, are you still there? I keep seeing your line going in and out. Yeah. Are you all yeah. there? Okay. Yeah. What do y'all is, is there a bad or a downside you think to being a single parent? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you would say, well, I don't know, like, cause you know, cause it goes back to what I said earlier. I can't really say if it's a downside or not because I don't know nothing else. Like I haven't experienced, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the two-person household or the child support or anything like that. So I mean, the down—I mean, the downside is being a single parent and not having the support that you need. What do you think would help single parents? What kind of thing do you think a community should offer that single parents like you would take advantage of if we only had it? What is something you think would be helpful? Okay. Well, I mean, before we even get to, you know, like organizations and stuff like that, we can always – you know, I am a big, you know, self, you know, I feel like accountability is one thing, you know, as a as a culture, we can do a little better with that. Uh, maybe if we, you know, would have thought about our actions before 
or you know really thought about the consequences you know really thought about the consequences of you know what if um a single parent and have to take care of my kids alone you know so i would say number one accountability take accountability you know um accept your part in Accept your part, and your part is the choice that you made by, you know, laying down with the person that helped you be a single parent. Because mm-hmm. regardless, wow. you know, it doesn't matter together or not, you know, two parents made a child, both of them should take care of the, the child, you know, financially. They're supposed to do it, you know, regardless whether they're in the household or not. So that's, you know, and that's another thing we could do. Uh, I would say second, first, self, you know, accountability. Take accountability for your actions. You know, see where you made a mistake, fix it, try not to do it again. Then second, um, maybe we will have better relationships with the other parents if we could, you know, grow. You know, some people need to be more mature and come, you know, think about the children, not think so much of they self. Right. And don't treat the, um, a lot of men and women, you know, mothers and fathers, they treat the child based on how the relationship is with the other parent. And I, you know, I think that alone would change a lot. And, um, you You know, know, single parents, I would also say that, you know, especially women, Women and men, because there's a lot of single men now than it used to be years ago, but, you know, especially to the women, when you go, when you're dating, you know, you cannot date someone for you. You got to date someone for you and your child. You got to make sure that person is going to be involved, but then again, you don't want that person to be um, too involved where they indulge more into your child than you. You know, it's a lot of things that a single parent that you have to watch out for when it comes to dating. You know, that can lead to another... I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something because when we were talking about this topic the other day, you mentioned something, and it was was something in the realm of, like, as single-parent mom, you look at either your friends or people that you just see and know that have a two-parent household, and then you hear, it was almost like you were saying, you hear, heard them complaining, and you were like, you was like, basically was like, shit, I don't know how you complaining about that. You got two of y'all at the house. It was something like that, oh, but yes. I can't remember how you worded it. Oh, yeah, so that's another thing. Stop complaining. Like, you know, like I said earlier, you made my, you know, I know parents, like for me, example, I have three children. Uh, my oldest one is going to be eight in two weeks. I've never received one child support payment ever. Okay, my fathers they have not. I know one of them, my middle son, his father never just he he haven't even bought him a ninety nine cent double cheeseburger. So when mm-hmm. I listen to other women complain about, oh, he paid child support, but it's not enough, um, and that ain't nothing. And I just feel like I hear a lot of ungratefulness. I feel like, you know, if he was in my situation, you would really be upset because I don't get anything. 
And then I hear people complaining about, you know, not having the support that they need with their child and they haven't been in a situation where they had to go, you know, I don't been in a situation where I had actually had to quit jobs. I had to quit jobs mm. because, you know, whoever I depended on to watch my children call me 30 minutes before my shift and tell me they're not watching any kids today. So what does that do? That put me in a situation and it all rolls downhill. Right. So, yeah, that's what I meant by, you know, I see a lot of people that I hear them complaining more than being thankful because they just don't understand how worse their situation can be. I appreciate that. I I thank you all for for being on and um, the first time on the podcast and um, your contribution. Before we get out of here, do, do, do you guys have any final words or something you just wanted to say to have, you know, people hear you out before we tune tune out? Well, all I'm going to say is I hope I, I really do. I hope I help somebody tonight. I hope I help somebody um, realize how much they have to be thankful for and, you mm-hmm. know, just be more, you know, to be more grateful, to know that, you know, that situation could be worse and just try to, you know, keep on pushing and know if you, you know, if you are a single parent, you're not alone. And if right. you, and you right. know, if your kids are still living and breathing, you doing good as a single parent. Just by that alone, you're doing good. So, like I said, I hope I help somebody tonight. That's my, that's my thing. I mind, I don't mind helping people. You never know who's listening to you. You never know who's going through the same thing you're going through. So that's my main thing. I just really hope I reached out to somebody tonight. All right. Well, I appreciate it. What about T? T, you have any final words for us before we sign off? Um, she don't have any um things to say. She stepped away from the mic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you both for uh, tell her, give her my, my uh, gratitude for participating this evening. Um, I um, I think we have to do more in talking about parenting just as a whole because I think, especially with this pandemic, parents and children are in the house together more than ever before for longer periods mm-hmm. of time. And you're really getting to learn the personalities of your children. Your children are really getting mm-hmm. to learn the personality of us as a parent and if we're going to do anything in making them better citizens of the world, we're going to have to bounce ideas off of one another so that we can all share in our experiences so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to dealing with being a parent in 2020, no matter what what category you fall in, but especially us as black parents. And most of the people that listen to this show, let's just face it, we black. We we understand there's struggles that we already got to deal with, and you put that on top of parenting, it doesn't make it any easier. But I tell you what, when we start communicating and sharing and finding out, you know, tips and pointers, places to go, things that we can do to make our jobs easier, 
to get these kids to where they at least young adults and uh, hopefully out of our pockets and we don't have to uh, pick them up and carry them any longer. Um, it'll make us, uh, I guess, um, kinder, better people, oh, too, yeah. we'll have a whole lot less stress. So that's the and show, you y'all. Know, and, um, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to – I didn't mean to interrupt, but you brought up something, and it gave me, you know, another thought that we was discussing. And like I said, um, I'm just going to – Echo from you and just say, yeah, we need to we need the village back. We need more support. You know, if you you know if your friend girls, you know my friend girls, we help each other out a lot. If they need a babysitters, whatever, single parents, they need to go to work. I'm not doing nothing. I'll watch their children. If they don't owe me nothing, um, you know. And when I say bring the village back, you know, parents need to quit being so. I would say in 2020, at this generation, we are too soft when it comes to our children. I think we don't let, you know, people implement fear in us to discipline our child. We get offended when somebody else discipline our child instead of, you know, agreeing with the person like, oh, okay, so my child is being disrespectful versus getting mad because someone else, discipline because I know how I was raised and even before me you know you got you know you kind of got checked wherever you was at if that was at aunt house grandma house um neighbor house wherever you kind of you know got checked wherever you was at and then if you was when it got back to your parents you're gonna get checked again when you get home for being disobedient and being disrespectful so I think right. that is one thing that's missing a lot, a lot in our society. And I know people feel like we can't raise our children the way we was raised because that world don't exist no more, and it don't. It really doesn't. But it doesn't go against. You don't have to go against what you stand up for and what you believe in versus what the world is doing because the world is going to do what they do. They've been doing this since we've been here. You know, it's always changing. But you don't have to just, you know, bow down just because society wants you to. So I just wanted to bring that up. Well, that's the final word. Thank y'all for listening to the Gumbo Talk Show with your to the Gaffey Guru. We'll be back with another topic, some kind of way, fame, frame of form. What is it? I can't remember the word you say that. We'll be back next week. 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, Block Talk Radio, Facebook, Instagram, all the Gumbo Talk Show. Thank y'all, and have a good evening.